Reddit announces content distribution deal with Snapchat, Libra's on the ropes, and Snapchat stealing share of search ad dollars. It's Monday, October 21st, 2019. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 382 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 382 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and we have a lot to get through this week, starting with our first story about Reddit and Snapchat. So, what we have here is Reddit and Snapchat. They've come to a deal that involves Reddit content actually being able to be shared within Snapchat. The content is shared through a new st- sticker that features the Reddit logo. Users who tap on the sticker to view more, they're driven to the Reddit app if they have it or the app store to download it. So the move, it's kind of a niche play as, as it's most relevant for users who, who are both users of Snapchat and users who of Reddit, but it does have the potential of expanding Reddit's footprint to new users. Reddit currently has 330 million global monthly active users, and Snapchat has 83 million daily users in North America at least, and those users generate 10 billion video views per day. That's a pretty engaged audience that Reddit can tap into, but what it also does is it gives Reddit a bit more mainstream cachet in the minds of advertisers. Aligning with Snapchat potentially gives Reddit an argument that it's able to reach younger consumers, younger users who are pretty attractive to advertisers. What does it mean for Snapchat? Well, for Snapchat, Reddit can bring some of the internet's most engaging content to its platform. There's a reason Reddit is is one of the most trafficked websites in the world. It has incredibly engaging content. So having that content on Snapchat could drive user interaction, possibly time spent with the Snapchat app, and in turn, increase potential ad dollars. So we kind of have definitely a complementary relationship between Reddit, between Snapchat, and the two have come to a deal. All right, let's talk next about Libra. Because Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency, it's not really looking so good. We have a new report this week from the G7 that warns that Libra, as well as other cryptocurrencies, they pose a risk to global financial systems. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, That concern means that Libra may not get the approval from regulators that it seeks, and that concern was revealed off the heels of MasterCard, Visa, eBay, Stripe, and PayPal actually all pulling out as backers of Libra. So Libra had a pretty bad week. It's important to point out that Libra is what's referred to as a stablecoin. That means it's tied to an established currency like the euro or the dollar. That makes it different from cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, which are not tied to established currencies. But what this does is it gives Libra at least a little bit of legitimacy, but still the G7 warns of potential losses of confidence and financial stability because of Libra's potential to stifle competition and hinder policymakers' abilities to set interest rates. The net result of that is introducing a stablecoin like Libra. It's pretty fraught with regulatory challenges. The Libra Association, they argue that introducing the cryptocurrency 
It's a good thing if it could help 1.7 billion people who are unbanked by giving them access to currency. So they're definitely trying to appeal to regulators' uh, uh, human side of helping people who don't have access to currency. Libra is and it always has been quite the long shot, as one would expect from the launch of a new global currency. That type of thing should be a long shot. Facebook's committed to allaying any regulatory concerns to get Libra off the ground, but the concerns are mounting and support is waning among the regulators and members of the Libra Association. Libra's a huge swing. It's starting to look like it might be a huge miss, but it is moving along. Just this week, the 21 companies that are still part of the Libra Association, they actually met in Geneva. They signed a charter, they elected their board members. Libra is now, it now officially has a governance in place. And Facebook, while still involved, is no longer the entity pushing this forward alone. It's now its own organization, and that makes it in charge of its own destiny. And that's a pretty big deal. We haven't seen Libra as an entity with a charter, with governance, with a board of directors in place. So maybe this is a, during a really bad week, this is a new chapter for Libra to get its feet under it. We'll see. All right. Let's talk lastly about Amazon, because this week we also got a new report from eMarketer that shows that Amazon is poised to generate more than $7 billion in search advertising this year. That's pretty significant because it's eating into Google's revenue share. Google is expected to generate $40 billion or roughly 73% of the search advertising market. They're definitely still the dominant player, but Amazon is expected to grow from where it is now with 13% to 16% of the search ad market by 2021. The growth, it's coming off of Amazon's efforts to make itself a worthy competitor to the Facebook, Google, digital advertising duopoly. Amazon's been building up its automated ad platform capabilities for advertising across the web as well as on Amazon properties. That Paired with the fact that consumers are growing more accustomed to starting their searches on Amazon, it's really made Amazon a viable third player. Instead of starting their searches on Google, they're going to Amazon and just searching for products that they're interested in. Now, this could be viewed as a negative for Facebook and especially Google with a, a little competition. Uh, could Maybe it's not such a bad thing, actually, because both are in the middle of anti-competitive investigations. So having a third-party player like Amazon uh, chipping away at the market share of Facebook, of Google, it could give them a little bit of protection as they're investigated for anti-competitive practices. All right, that is it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss discuss earlier. So Fortnite, that became unplayable when it went down on Sunday, last Sunday, uh, when the game world was sucked into a black hole. All players were really able to do at that time was stare at that black hole. The move, it was a send-off in the most dramatic way possible of season 10 of Fortnite content as the game rebooted with a brand new game map. It was big, it was bold, it was very dramatically Fortnite in every way, and it sent the internet into an expected collective frenzy. Disney Plus went to Twitter this week to announce all of the titles that will be available on the service when it launches November 12th. The platform is relying heavily on nostalgia 
with 600 titles spanning Disney's decades of content creation. Netflix, they worked to allay investor fears of more competitors entering the streaming space in their earnings report by saying that they've been preparing for this moment their entire existence. It was able to be earnings expectations, but slightly missed revenue expectations. Facebook is testing ad placements in groups for a very small set of advertisers. Currently, 400 million Facebook users are members of groups, and Facebook has said that it plans to do more with groups in the future. This effort allows advertisers to run their single-image newsfeed campaigns within that space. Giphy launched Giphy Arcade. This is a new platform that lets users make and play games made out of GIFs. The games, they're easy to make. They have simple templates. All users can really do is customize those templates with GIFs of their choice and then share those games out instantly. And lastly, Facebook has been the target of criticism for its policy of allowing false information to be shared and promoted by politicians on its platform. Well, Mark Zuckerberg, he spoke out about this. He defended his platform's policy as a protection of free speech. This is an ongoing story. It's developing really rapidly, especially as we head into the 2020 elections. But yeah, Facebook is underneath a microscope right now. And despite what Mark Zuckerberg's saying, that criticism continues to mount. All right, that is it for episode 382 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like like, let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts and insight on marketing at braveadworld.com. As always, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.